Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone, and we're going to be talking about the latest series of Doctor Who and the last two episodes. So, Adam, you're the you know you're a bigger fan than me, I think. So, why don't you start with just some of your initial thoughts? Well, I uh, I'm respectably happy with the season so far. I don't think we've had like a, a fantastic episode so far, but they've both been solid. There's a, I, I like the first one more than the second one so far. But, uh, you know, I think I think we've got a good doctor. We've got a good companion. And so that's a, a good place to begin. But uh, I know the plot. I, I had a lot of problems with the plot on this second one, though. What did you think of it? Um, well, I kind of felt the same way that you did. I, I number one, it's been a really long break. So I feel like I almost did, when it came around, I almost my interest level was fairly low, which might have actually been good. So so then when I started watching it, I could have gone either way. And I, I liked the past two series, actually. But uh, this one, I, I, I found refreshing. Uh, but like you sort of alluded to there, I, I don't think either of the episodes were standout episodes. It just felt a little bit more familiar like the Matt Tennant. Uh, it kind of reminds me of season yeah. two. Like that's, you know, it's like that those first two episodes of season two, it kind of reminds me of for some reason. Um, yeah, no, I get that. It's it's because I mean we had kind of the Earth related first episode, and then the, the episode where they go go far into the future, which they did both in the first and second season of the uh, the new series. They kind yeah. of followed that formula. Yeah, because I think what was but, it uh, new was New Earth. I think New the Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was a similar kind of setup. Um, but yeah, I I, I I I liked I liked the first episode better. The the second episode, I'm kind of with. You. There were there were some plot issues, I think, that I I might have had. But I'm curious what what your concerns with the plot were. Okay, well, first of all, from kind of the layout of the whole episode, you know, it's like you had the first scene where they're in the TARDIS and they're talking, and it's like, oh, they got good chemistry. I was really enjoying the two of them interacting, and. Then you go to the scene where they jump to what's happening on the planet. It kind of lays out all oh, these robots are killing people for not being happy and stuff. And I felt like they gave us, the audience, too much information too soon. Because then you jump back to them arriving. And it's a real leisurely them exploring the planet, kind of slowly, slowly discovering something's wrong. And I feel like, you know, we were a step ahead of them that whole time. We're sitting there thinking, yeah, I, I know what's happening. The robots will kill anyone that's not happy and i think i think that early part would have been paced better if they let us discover things as the characters did but that's an interesting point i kind i mean i didn't really pick up on that but now that you're mentioning it i guess it would have been more of like a proper mystery if they hadn't revealed what the cause of the it, like it would have fit better with that first scene with them on the tardis where it's like ooh, we're going on our first adventure this is gonna you know blah blah and then it just fit yeah, exactly. I mean, there was no mystery to it. And it's just like, because it, it wasn't slow paced, but it, I, it always feels slower to me when you're waiting for the characters to catch up to what you know. Okay. You know, I don't know. That's that's my feeling there. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I thought it was it was a ballsy decision to go with, with making an episode about, about uh, you know, people must be happy considering happiness patrol in the original series is widely considered the worst episode ever. OK, but, <laughs> now, do, you, do you think that that like do, do you think that was what they were trying to do here or do you think it just is like a coincidence that it was a similar? I similar honestly don't. 
I honestly don't know because it's, uh, I mean, obviously there were callbacks, so it probably was conscious because you have the whole callback to the arc in space. I don't know if you're familiar with that episode, but, you know, it's it's one of the early Baker from Baker's first season. Okay. Where, okay. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm, I should say, I'm not as familiar with the, the old who as Adam. Adam's more of an old who fan. And so, <laughs> you know, I remember Baker from when I was a kid because he had curly hair and I had curly hair. And so I kind of, uh, I kind I kind of liked that there was a curly haired hero on the screen, but uh, but I, I don't really remember much of those early episodes because I, yeah, so, well, I was probably like seven or eight. Yeah, all you need to know it's they there's basically you know they they come across this spaceship in this episode and it's it's one that's evacuated the Earth because the Earth has been hit by solar flares and so everyone's had to leave. Okay, and you know they encounter one of the ships and so this you know they kind of set up this ship was another one of those ships that was part of the evacuation of Earth. So that was kind of that was kind of the old callback there. The uh, the beast below the second uh, Matt Smith episode that was also another one of those evacuation ships. But uh, but yeah, so my point being that there there you know there there were enough callbacks to the old series in there that I, I suppose the Happiness Patrol was probably on their minds. So, uh, so why do you think they? So if you're saying the Happiness Patrol is generally lowly regarded. Um, why do you think they would pick that as if, if, if they were calling it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe they just thought, Hey, you know, they did that wrong. Maybe we can do it right. But, uh, you know, cause I mean, it's, it's not an innately bad idea, but it, you know, it can be executed well, but, okay. uh, well, what did you but, think of the idea as it was executed here? Um, um, well, it, I mean, it really falls apart at the end. It was one of those episodes where it's like, well, you know, the concept, I didn't love or hate it. But uh, like at the ending, the salute, the kind of the whole resolution to the plot with like, oh, they, he, he just turns them off and turns them on. And then he decides, then he decides, which was, you know, could be funny by itself. But then I'm deciding, oh, and oh, it turns out these, they're really alive. You know, there's, they're the sapient species and stuff. And it's like, that came out of, nowhere yeah, and then he like kind of yeah. guilt trips all the humans for enslaving them and it's just like what what you know and then well, hey you know it's just it was just really quick i i have to say yeah i so one part of it that i like towards the end is when they were explaining why the people were killed i thought that was an interesting the whole thing with the grief sort of the robots not recognizing it I was yeah like, okay, that's that pretty was, cool that was good and i and i and, and there was kind of that kind of the, the whole thing flashing on the screen reminded me a little bit of the fifth element um, where she's like looking at all the war and stuff on the computer, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but then when uh, it's like you said, when he suddenly realized they were alive, I was like, well, like the I forget what is he had a reason. Like there was something they were they were defending themselves. They were defending themselves. He's like, oh, they're they're sentient. And I was like, wait, uh, wait, like, I missed that. Actually, yeah. I, I was wondering what what I think triggered that's, even thinking that. I think that's what started. I, I could be wrong. I, I I did watch the episode twice, but the second time I was I, I was doing it while I was doing other things, but. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he's. It was because they were defending themselves, and if that's the case, that doesn't see. I mean, a computer system can defend itself, so I didn't get why. Unless I missed some crucial. Yeah. Maybe yeah, there was something he said in the line. Nice. I don't want to. I'm. A, I'm a little bit hesitant to just sort of like come down on it with a hammer because like, I could. <laughs> I could have missed something, but on you know I did watch it twice, and the second viewing, uh, that part did seem a little odd to me that that he suddenly realized they were, you know, like a new living species, but also that he was, 
that he kind of just turned on a dime. It was like, screw you humans. Like, you know, it was, it was like a real, it was like, whoa, like he, like these new yeah, robots like, are suddenly like, just woke up, dude. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they didn't do anything wrong. Like they just kind of, they, they came to their people just got eaten by these things. Like, you know, it's, it's not a, not an unreasonable reaction. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I didn't quite get, and I also, I didn't, I didn't get, I almost, I was trying to figure out, like, well, what was the, like, there's usually sort of like a, you know, a, a point or an allegory to these. And uh-huh. I was having trouble really breaking down what the allegory was here because I felt like it could have yeah. gone in so many different directions. I was really unclear. And maybe there wasn't one. And maybe that was, you know, maybe it was just a futile effort. But yeah, I mean, the, 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 I mean, you know, maybe this would have been trite, but it seems to me the logical way to go with that ending would be, hey, the robots need to learn to understand what grief is and how it's it's a necessary thing. But it's like that never happened. You know, it's like, yeah. So that's the other thing. Does that mean the people there, they have to keep smiling? Is that what he was effectively saying? He said that he said, hey, smile, you know, to these people whose families had just been killed. But I mean, but even he, he could barely pull that off. Do you know what I, mean? like, that I know. Like, that's so... I know. You're right. It's pretty hypocritical to be like, "Hey, just be happy." Well, it just seems like <laughs> it would be doomed to failure. Number one, not not even getting into the, you know, is it like an acceptable thing to like have to, you know, like I would just go out and live in the, I I would rough it like he said. I would just leave the city, <laughs> and you know, uh, I mean, maybe those those bee swarm nanobots would come after you, but I would just, you know, go out. Actually, the they woods did establish camp. that they don't attack you outside the city. So yeah, yeah you're right. Because you they, they have just all leave. that tech, they can just go. I mean, they can just take a bunch of the stuff unless the ship is like, no, you're not taking, you know, any of this stuff with you. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, they could just go out into the woods and and and, and rebuild yeah. there without the nanobots. I think. Yeah, just be the uh, the barbarians that have the forbidden city thing that's there that they can't approach and get the whole post apocalyptic thing going. Well, but uh, that might even be a cooler outcome because then you'd have sort of the the the, the robot based city. Yeah, and, and then them like building their and and then they, and then a thousand years into the future that you know there could be another conflict. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, you could do a follow-up episode where they 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 arrive on the planet and realize, oh, a thousand years have gone by. What what happened here? But exactly. uh, but also that reset thing, like you said, I didn't. That that did. I, on the one hand, it was a robot, and it's probably keyed into the system. So I guess it wasn't like it wasn't as horrifically random as the show has sometimes been with stuff like that. But, yeah. Um. But I thought that was kind like. I didn't have a problem with the logic of it. It's like, okay, he can tap into the computer system. Yeah. He can do that. But I felt like, well, oh, that's not a very satisfying uh, no, well, conclusion. No, it's like, why, and how do we know, you know, you know, like you said, them still needing to smile and be happy and stuff. It's like you haven't solved the, I mean, yeah, they're to a point where they're not killing people for being unhappy yet, but how do you know you're not just going to get back to the same point? Or, you know, how do you know that they're, they're going to go, oh, we need to dictate these people's emotions. Let's turn them all into Cybermen. You know, I mean, it's, it's just it's 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 such an undoctory kind of solution to the problem is to like leave these people and go hey just you know control your emotions and be controlled by these robots and they'll be all be fine that's just it's it's blindly out of character there yeah it's, and that's one of the reasons why i was having trouble kind of keying in on the allegory because it just didn't i was like well what is that even supposed to mean in the real world like i can't connect that to yeah to stuff 
Yeah. And so maybe I, I'm just stupid, but I, I, yeah, I, I maybe I, we are, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't know. I, I just, I, I, it, it, yeah, it, it, it didn't seem like it, it, just as an ending, it seemed kind of like a little hand wavy, uh, and not, not as, I don't know. I kind of wanted like a little twist or a flourish that wasn't just him like effectively pushing a button. Yeah. Which um, is so rough. I mean, cause it was, it's, you know, I mean, you talked in your podcast last time how it was kind of a slow, I think you did. It was kind of a slower, slower pace to the episode and how that kind of was nice. It kind of unfolded slowly. And I mean, the early part of this episode did too, but, but then boom, it's just like everything yeah. happens to resolve it in like less than a minute. It's... Yeah. I think that's it. Cause I really love, I mean, I really enjoyed the pacing of the first episode. I quite enjoyed the pacing of this episode for the most part. And I think it's a welcome for me. It's a welcome change. Cause I, I could yeah. not stand, I think it was, was it season seven where they were doing the, the really condensed storytelling where it was like, they, it felt like they were cramming three episodes I into one. I think, think that was seven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're on nine now, yeah. aren't and, we? Yeah. yeah, I think we're on nine or ten. I think, isn't it season ten now? Uh, boy, you know, I'm supposed to be the expert here, but I don't even know what season number we're on. I I, th- I was thinking it's nine, but I'm not 100% sure. It's, it's these long gaps kind of throw you off. You're like, you know, when they do the, the half of one season there and then the half like six months later. and But yeah. – uh, I'm pretty sure it's season ten, but let me just double, I'll double check it so that we can okay. have a, uh, but, uh, to double to double back in the conversation while you look that up. You know, you talking about how it's you ten. worked. It's at, ten. It is ten. Yep. Okay. Wow. I, I I turn in my expert title, but uh, the uh, <laughs> but. You know, you're talking about not being being that thrilled for this episode when it came along too. I found that happens to me a lot with with like with new Doctor Who because I find that I generally enjoy the season itself, but the plot arcs lately are often really unsatisfactory in the way they wrap up. So it's like okay. I'll enjoy a season most of the way through, then you get to the final episode and you're like. Oh, that was unsatisfying, and you know, and then okay. then a new season starts, and then it's like then it's just back to like normal week to week episodes. And I'm like, oh, I'm enjoying this, and then I get another unsatisfying conclusion because, and I, that's and I guess that's um, I, I'm trying to think. I, I I liked last season's ending, but the season before the ending was a little. I remember not that was being, that was a bad one. Yeah, yeah the one with the but, the resurrection Cybermen people was terrible. But I like <laughs> I like the last season. What what I think the one thing that's promising in this season is there's definitely something going on with that vault, and so that seems to be the the arc is I'm assuming yeah. it's going to be connected to the vault. But it's not sometimes, and this isn't just Doctor Who. I find this with every show lately, so I don't think it's Doctor Who's fault. But I, a lot of shows have they're so focused on continuity now, and they're so focused on having an art story arc that binds the yep. whole season together that you just feel like you're being shuffled from one episode to the next to get to the next beat in the story. And you know, yep. you don't sit down like when I think back to watching like old, you know, Star Trek or Star Trek: The Next Generation episodes, mm-hmm. and I think even those had story arcs going through the season. Sometimes, I would I would enjoy the individual episodes and. And with 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 a lot of TV lately, it's like I'm just waiting for the next episode. And so I kind of like that this vault thing. It was talked about, but it's not like I even really am all that worried yeah. about it. Yeah, it's minimal. It's like if, if even if the vault thing 
ends up being a terrible story in the final episode. It's 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 minimal enough that it's not going to damage either of these other episodes in any way. It's like yeah. it's because but because uh, you know I mean that that one you talked about two seasons ago. It kind of ran all through the season with you know Clara's boyfriend and all that, and it's like it it, it kind of retroactively made a lot of things in the season worse. Yeah, and if but uh, go ahead. Um, but yeah, um, the, well, no, you go ahead and finish. What well, you were well, I was just going to say, it seems like it's, and again, I don't think it's Dr. Who's fault. I think it's the way things have been done the last few years. Cause Walking it Dead is. is like that. Like every show, you know, Breaking Bad and some shows do it well, like Breaking mm-hmm. Bad, I thought did this stuff well, but yeah. like, yeah. um, but it's just when every show is doing that and you know, um, it, it, it I just feel like I'm being shuffled to the next, next episode. And I think it's a product of binge watching. Like, I feel like they're being written with binge watching in mind, which is fine when you're actually binge watching the series and it's yeah. like a year later and it's, but it's not fine if you're seeing it for the first time on the air. Cause you're waiting. You know, it just feels like everything's staggered out. It's like getting bits of a really exciting twisting story over a really long period of time. And it's just yeah. kind of torturous. Well, it's, it's, so. it's a bad fit for Dr. Who too, because the whole, the whole kind of premise of Dr. Who is that every week they go to a completely different time and a completely different place and have an adventure that's, you know, something new, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of the, the basic premise of the show. So when you, when you try and have a show where every week can be in a completely different time and place in the universe and then tie a whole plot together over the season, you, you end up, it, it can be really tricky to pull off. Yeah. And I mean, uh, they've done it well in the, like, I like yeah. it when, when you look, when you don't care as it's happening, like you just, you, you sort of don't even pick up on the clues and then you look back and you're like, Oh, that's why X, Y, yeah. and Z was happening. And now that's why we're here. But if you're anticipating, I find if you're anticipating it, that's when I, I don't quite like it as much. I feel like, I feel like it's, it's a different kind. It's, it's not, that kind of storytelling that they sometimes do in television series doesn't make for great individual episodes, which, like you said, is kind of what Doctor Who is all about. Yeah. It's or, or individual episodes or individual like two or three parters, um, which is something that I'd also like to see. That I really like the two parter structure. The, for well, the last last season they did everything was a two parter. That was the that was the, the thing last season that worked great. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. But, I, uh, I think I think it works well in Doctor Who, and you know it's, uh, and I think it comes down to you know it it allows for not having those sort of pushing the button at the end kind of kind mm-hmm. of climaxes because you can build up to it as long as it's a good two part. I guess that's the if the two part yeah, sucks. There's, there's nothing that. worse than hating the first part of a two part or yeah. being like, oh man, I'm gonna be back here next week in this show. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things that's great talking about Doctor Who is just the fact that because it varies so much in quality from week to week, it's like you can hate it one week and you can love it the next week. And, you know, it's not not something where where you're like, oh, yeah, that was another good episode. No, but, that's uh, that's true. You can have you can have kind of honest conversation about it. Um, yeah. I mean, so I've you know, it depends on the crowd, I suppose. Some people get pretty well, defensive, but uh, yeah, but I, I find most people sort of honestly give their opinion and it's not a big deal uh unlike say like you know there there, i won't there are certain franchises where that's less the case um (laughs) so uh yeah 
Well, I think I think especially in America, I mean, Doctor Who is a relatively new thing for most people. So, you know, a lot of people have just got into it. They don't have as much baggage and attachment to it. So they can be a little a little more straightforward about how they feel about it. But uh, now in America, I mean, I remember them airing. I know that we had the Baker episodes when those were coming out, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they had like the the other doctors following him because I remember seeing bits and pieces of it growing up, and I was never at that time. I think I was probably not even on, like clear on why they were having different actors play the doctor. Um, yeah, but uh, but I I don't know what the history of the sort of Doctor Who being aired in America is. Um, yeah, I. I mean, just to give a little bit of my background, I, I first caught it. I was in England in 1975, and I was in England in uh, 83, and those were the first two times I caught it. Hmm. And then when I came to America, it uh, it was probably a couple years. I mean, it had probably been on before that. About a year after I got to America, it uh, I noticed it was on, like, PBS on, late on Saturday night. And so... I, I think it was airing all through the 80s on PBS here. Okay. But. Yeah, because I, I remember seeing the Tom Baker ones on PBS. Um, and, I'm pr- and I'm positive what must have happened was there must have been a show as a kid that I watched that it followed. And I remember yeah. it being kind of scary. Um, uh-huh. But something about that being compelling. But again, I was so young. I don't really cons- – I, I wouldn't say I was like a Doctor Who fan. I would just say I was a kid that was in front of the TV – you know, yeah. and and I have memories of the of the you know of the character, but not I, I can't really recall the storylines all that well. I've been going back though since I, I uh you know since I got into the the new Who, I've been going back and watching some of the old episodes here and there and getting a sense of them. I actually really like the um the real original uh Doctor, like the first Doctor. Yeah, um, he's good. Yeah, yeah was, Hartnell. Yeah, I was really enjoying those episodes. Um, but uh. But yeah, I don't know. I guess it's um, and, and with this doctor, I really like Capaldi. I I, mm-hmm. I I think he's a good doctor. I know that he's kind of divisive. I've, I judging by my Facebook is, feed, which yeah. probably isn't the best measure of anything, but I see a lot of pro Capaldi and a lot of anti Capaldi statements on my Facebook feed. So I'm assuming he's a little bit divisive, depending on what you want from a doctor. Yeah. Oh, well, I think I think a lot of it comes down to. Uh... You know, people that got into the show with the new show aren't used to that kind of a doctor at all. If you watch the old show back in the 70s, if you watch people like Baker and Hartnell and stuff, it's like Capaldi seems a pretty natural fit as the doctor. It's like if you only know, you know, you know, Matt Smith and Tennant, David Tennant, then, you know, it's like, what? This is, this is you know, he doesn't seem like the doctor to me. But, okay, uh, okay. I, I don't know. That's my theory. No, but. I think that's right. I mean, because he does seem kind of more, you know, like an old style doctor for sure. Um, yeah. And he's definitely got like an uh, a bristly edge to him. But I think yeah. the reason why I like, like when I, because like, for a while on Netflix, they had a bunch of the old uh, Doctor Who up and I was watching them. And the thing I liked about the first Doctor was how bristly he was. It was kind of yeah. like, and it's kind of like the dynamic that you develop with like, uh, you know, somewhat grumpy grandparent. Uh, uh-huh. You know, sort of like like there's like a you know you when there when a character like that is warm, it means a little bit more because yeah. do you know what I mean? So I yeah, just sort yeah. of enjoy that character. And uh, if you have a you have a doctor who's maybe too warm, it's almost meaningless because they're warm to everybody. So mm-hmm. uh, so so I I mean, and I liked I liked uh, David Tennant. I liked Matt Smith. 
Um, oh yeah, and, me too. Know, it wasn't meant as it wasn't meant as an insult but, to them at all. I, but he, it's just. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was saying, yeah, it's just that he is. They, they are a bit different than what you mainly got in the old old series, aside from Davidson, of course, who was was kind of the closer to that same mold. But uh, but but yeah, the uh, no, but Matt, yeah, I I don't. You know, it's like I, I have doctors I like more than others, but getting into the huge arguments about who's the best doctor is not not a, not a hobby of mine. Okay. I mean, well, well, who's your favorite? I mean, that's not a controversial thing to to say if you're not. Uh, yeah, I have to be boring and go with Tom Baker just because okay. that's the doctor I got into first, and that's that's just that's my default. You know, the doctor when I think of him in my head, uh-huh. but uh, you know, the as far as the new ones. Um, I'd probably go with Capaldi as my favorite doctor of the new ones, actually. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I would actually agree with that. That's my, um, I, 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 I like him a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and I liked, I, 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 I don't know. I guess, uh, the other, the, Matt, see, I see Matt Smith and David Tennant as being very similar doctors, but I see, uh, Christopher Eccleston as being, you know, kind of more maybe in the Capaldi zone. Yeah, um, he had the the grouchiness about humanity there yeah. in his character. He was a little bit more badass. He felt a little more badass than yeah. uh, um uh you know uh Tennant or Smith. But uh but for me but but in terms of them two I I, I don't know. I, I guess I would maybe be more inclined towards um uh towards Tennant than than Smith. But but I like them both. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. I, I think I think Tennant's. I mean, I, I just think Tennant's a better actor than Matt Smith. I mean, Matt Smith did some great stuff. I, I liked his character, but you know, it just it just it just doesn't work quite as well. I don't think. Okay, and I I haven't really seen him in anything else, so I don't really know like acting wise how to evaluate him. I suppose because all like I've only seen him do the Doctor, and so okay, uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen the Hamlet that he did. He did a, a TV version of Hamlet and Broadchurch, and Broadchurch is done by the guy who's going to be the showrunner for Doctor Who starting okay. next week, and that's a you know a, a mystery type story. He plays a detective in that police detective. Okay, um, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think. Um, the in terms of like where do you think this is going though like next episode they have um it looks like they're in london in what is it like the 1890s maybe or i, I uh to... my dvr cut off before the uh next week thing so i have no idea oh where okay we're going next but week. you saw you saw when they got out of the um oh yeah you're right yeah that's right I, i'm sorry i forgot that closing moment there yeah yeah, yeah that's right um actually it's uh it's it's a pretty pretty uh it does once again it feels like we're going back to the early seasons where it's like you have the uh, the first season a first episode on earth then you have a second episode where they go to the future and a third episode where they go to the past that was yeah. the uh, that was the early rtd showrunner model no and it, so, again it reminds me of season two a lot um, yeah yeah they went to uh um where did they go in the third episode they went they had the queen victoria episode the uh the third episode that was the werewolf one right that was the, the werewolf one, one yeah. yes <laughs> with the with the 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 monks that had martial arts for some reason but uh <laughs> maybe that i was one yeah i'm trying to remember that episode i i i i want to go back and rewatch that season because a lot of this season has been reminding me of that but maybe they were thinking mm-hmm. of uh 
maybe it was like a brother what was that movie brotherhood of the wolf brother of the wolf yeah you're right that was probably what they were thinking of when yeah. they were uh, making that episode um th- yeah that's sort of what that reminded me of but yeah. um what do you think of the companion this season i know you mentioned I, it briefly but yeah i uh, I, I like her she uh you know, I was I was prepared not to like her because that little clip they played when they announced her and stuff, it seemed really kind of jokey and comedic. And I thought it was going to be too, you know, too like, oh, stand up comic kind of comments on what's going on on the episode. But no, nah, in the first episode, they really, you know, she is she does have a sense of humor, but she was a really grounded person in that episode. And I, I liked that a lot. It, uh, it worked for me. Yeah, no, I found her charming. I thought, um, because I, I, I agreed with, I mean, I had the same thing that you did. I thought that, like, oh, she's going to be kind of, like, too goofy or, mm-hmm. you know, like, just, it just, it's something, like, in that clip, something kind of just wasn't clicking for me. Um, but I, 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 I've, I've been enjoying her a lot more than I thought I would as a companion. Um, and, uh, and and I and I and I and I'm I'm happy that these two episodes have featured her because I got to say I'm not as I think the guy's name is Nardal the uh, the ball oh guy. yeah yeah I'm just not feeling him I know a lot of people like him too so I'm sure this is probably going to be a somewhat unpopular position but I I'll just am not feeling his character at all. <laughs> yeah I I got to admit the only new who episode I haven't watched is the Christmas special. The last Christmas special, because as I said, it took it took me a while to warm up to the new season. And when the mm. Christmas special came around, I was just like, "I don't feel like watching this." And I, okay. then, then it was gone before I got in the mood to watch it. It was no longer on demand. But uh, it's kind of in that hole right now, where it's not on demand on cable, and it hasn't shown up on Amazon Prime yet. Oh, that's but, still uh, not on so, Prime yet. That one? No, it's not. I went looking for it oh, this uh. week. When you when you asked me to do this, I said, "Oh, I should catch up on the Christmas episode if I'm gonna, you know." But I mean, it's, it's I won't. Not there. I won't spoil it for you. I'll say I I wasn't, I wasn't too into it. But I have to admit, part of the reason was I got a new TV and I was having some issues with the, the quality <laughs> of the TV, and I was spending a lot of time focused on that 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 shade of black doesn't look right to me. And, and so, so I don't I don't know if I was being fair to the episode, but I wasn't I wasn't too into it. Um. It wasn't bad. It's just that I, I think this it was like a superhero type thing, and I don't know. Yeah. I, I kind of been going back and forth on it, but I don't think it, it's uh, it's not my favorite Christmas episode. All I can say that for sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, but but uh, again, I think it's Nardle. I'm pretty sure that's his name. I just I don't know. He just isn't. I, I and the funny thing is, like he was from the very first moment he appeared in the show, he was like a like a minor sub character. In one of, mm-hmm. I think in one of the Christmas episodes or something, I can't remember I when. I think it was the one with uh, River River uh, River. Uh, is it River? Uh, what's his name? River. Uh, oh yeah, River, River Song. Uh, River Song. Yeah. River. He, yeah, he was introduced in the Husbands Song. of River Song. That was it. Yeah, um, that's it. And I, yeah, that was kind of one of those chaotic episodes. I don't even really remember what the plot was to it. I, I but. And I, I, yeah, mean, I remember I, enjoying it fine, but I, yeah, I remember the fine, next day but... everybody was talking about that guy and how they wanted him to be a companion. I mean, maybe I'm remembering wrong because, you know, maybe it wasn't the next day, but I seem to recall there being a conversation about about Nardal. And I don't think he's I don't even know if his name was known at that time or not. Um, but I just didn't get I didn't understand it. I didn't get the, um, you know, yeah. I know at one point people were getting excited that he was being brought back. I just I I just didn't like the character. I didn't. I, I still don't like him. Um, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I mean, I, I'm, 
Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, he isn't ruining the show for me or anything. He's not in it much. But yeah, I, I, I was, I was glad when he didn't like travel with them this week. It's like that would have been like, uh, if he'd been there the whole episode, that would have, that would have been a drag for me. But uh, you know, having him at least, at least he's just kind of hanging around the vault, so it kind of keeps him mainly out of the show. Well, and maybe, maybe part of it too is his character is supposed to be kind of annoying. Like he's the one that's like basically telling the doctor like stay around and 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 guard the vault and not do anything fun not do anything the audience wants him to do yeah so (laughs) so i might just be reacting to that but uh i don't know i mean i don't think he'll ruin the show when he when he becomes more important because obviously he's going to become more important and he was and and he was in the first episode quite a bit and i in as much as i didn't like his character i didn't mind his presence in the episode so yeah um, i don't think it'll I don't think it's going to affect my enjoyment of the series. Sometimes that can actually be good having a character that you don't quite like. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, I it, know. If, if he's played correctly, if they use him properly, his annoyance can be a like him being annoying can be a benefit. But, yeah, because uh, it's it's not a comment on the actor. Like, I'm sure the actor's fine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of characters I find annoying in The Walking Dead. That doesn't mean you know the actors are just doing their job. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like he's just kind of more of a, more of a hit with people than I would have expected him to be. Um, yeah, there's, there's no telling, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, I mean, it's, uh, of course that's the thing. It's like when shows, when shows bend over backwards, cause people on the internet want something that can often go bad. If that is the reason they brought him back is because, Hey, everyone oh, demanded it. But, I don't know if that's what happened. I mean, my memory is pretty shoddy, especially lately. <laughs> and so I think, um, I just remember there being positive comments in various places mm-hmm. sometime after the Christmas episode. And I think it might've, it might've even been when he was announced as the new companion. It might not have been people were saying he should be the companion. Um, so I don't know if, I don't think it was a case of like them doing something cause everybody wanted it necessarily though. I mean, maybe, maybe it was, but I, I, I think, um, you know, I, I, I don't know my, my impression of, I could be wrong, but my impression of the, uh, of Stephen Moffat is, um, I don't think he really cares too much what people think anyway. So <laughs> I don't think he cares at all what yeah. people think. So you're right. Yeah. Thinking he's did that to please the fans seems pretty unlikely. Yeah. If anything, he seems to go out of his way to occasionally put in a dig at them, if anything. But uh yeah, I, I have to say one I got you back to Bill again. I I like the fact that they set it up in the first episode that she knew him for months of time before she found out he was an alien or about the TARDIS or anything. And because it it gets away from the thing of people being, you know, the companion being really dazzled by the doctor and kind of amazed by him. It's just like, yeah, he's just like her professor who's her tutor. And, you know, now she's found out this stuff and it's amazing, but she's already, you know, she's she's already used to dealing with this this guy. I, I thought that was a nice touch. Well, and it's funny too because like I think the th- the thing that seemed to throw her the most was the two hearts. So I thought that was like an yeah, interesting right. thing that like you know like that was I could sort of understand it though because that's the thing that basically sets sets forth that you know he's not a human. So it's like um, he hadn't really taken it in yet. It's like wait, this guy... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But uh, yeah, I, I actually that that had actually slipped my mind from that episode. But yeah, that, that's the about the only time on the show she's been completely, utterly astounded. Yeah, and I gotta <laughs> say that that was when they were eating the algae, um, 
the algae jello cubes and yeah i i was i was not i i don't i i that looks so unappetizing to me the, uh, <laughs> the algae jello cube um, yeah yeah fish fishy kind of jello just it's not a not a taste flavor i can get into and i i like you know japanese dried fish stuff for breakfast and i'm still like yeah uh, fish jello I yeah no my, i mean my wife eats like um dehydrated squid and stuff so it's like, yeah, you know, that's, yeah. It, but something about the jello and the algae i think i think is the algae aspect of it not you know <laughs> not um, not the fishiness that yeah. you described that no, wasn't it was it. The, it was the, that it came from algae um <laughs> i think it would it seems like an acquired taste thing um yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh but yeah i don't know i but but i one thing i did like about the episode was the way that the city appeared like the visuals of the city i was I about was to bring that up yeah i thought it was a really nice looking episode definitely i mean it, yeah it was it it felt it felt like the cover of an old sci-fi novel kind of city you would see there you know i mean just and, having that in the, in the middle of a field and stuff it looked perfect and I liked that they didn't do – sometimes they do deaths off camera and sometimes they do them on camera. And I liked that the bee swarm like devoured the person. I thought that, that yeah. worked. Uh, even did. though, I, like you said, it kind of it kind of spoiled the mystery. But uh, yeah, but um, they could have done a flashback later. That's what they could have done. And then you could have had your bee swarm killing, and we still could have had the mystery. But uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess maybe there must have been a reason why they decided to do it that way. I'm wondering, like, what the um, like? Do you think they 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 showed the episode to people and like people were like I'm confused I don't know what's going on I, so I need you to give yeah me a well, I like, think either that or the others were afraid people would be confused you know okay. because you know what it reminded me of actually is you know the first R-rated movie I ever saw in the theater was Aliens you know mm. and so Aliens just you know for me just has a huge presence in my mind and and then. You know, it wasn't until about 15 years ago I saw the director's cut at a friend's house. He had it. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, let's watch it. And it's got that scene in there. And this was a friend of mine who was younger than me. He was in his early 20s. And and it's got that scene in there where, you know, before – before they ever get to the planet, they show you what's happening on the colony. They show you Newt and their parents mm -hmm. and they discover the eggs and all of that. And you kind of see everything kind of start. And that that just really pissed me off because I'm like, man, it's like, you know, when I saw the movie in the theater, that scene wasn't there. And it was like them coming to the planet, you know, when they're when they're when they're when the dropship's landing on LV-426, you've never seen LV-426. You don't know what it's going to look like. And now, you know, and it's like, oh, is that the, is that like the standard version now? Like if I bought aliens, if you bought, you, that's what you get. And I talked to my friend. He he had no idea what I was talking I, about. See, I don't like I mean. I don't know. I, I guess it, sometimes it's good. Like sometimes it's good that the films get restored and sometimes mm -hmm. it's good that like if the director had a particular vision, I suppose. It get, but I feel like that original version should still be there somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think it was in the box set, but I think it was kind of the B side of the mm -hmm. box set where the director's cut was the big one. And it felt I feel like the director's cut. A lot of director's cards aren't the preferred version there. Hey, let's put every deleted scene back in the movie so we can sell it again. And that's, well, that's how I like, feel um, it Have you seen the director's cut? Of, I mean, I know we're not talking about Doctor Who, but but uh, yeah, but have you seen the director's cut of Amadeus? 
because I have not seen the director's cut. So my wife loves Mozart. She she just as soon as she discovered Mozart, she fell in love with him. And and she loves the movie Amadeus. So we would watch it a lot. And I showed my cousin Amadeus on Netflix and they were playing the director's cut. And there's a there's a few extended scenes. There's one that's sort of pointless where um, they show Mozart teaching one of his students and the, the, the father of the house has like eight dogs and it's like, you know, really chaotic. And, and it kind of explains why he doesn't want to be teaching students. Yeah. Um, that scene's fine but pointless. But there's another scene where his wife goes to Salieri and offers her body to him. Like he basically says, if you sleep with me, then I'll, wow. you know, your husband. Yeah, it totally changes the movie. It totally yeah. changes her character. It totally changes Solieri. And the thing that's funny is it's it, like the the ending of that scene. You know the scene where he holds up the sheet music and he sees like, oh, my God, like he's not correcting. Oh, wait, you said you hadn't yeah. seen it, right? Yeah, or, I know the one you mean. Yeah, okay. I have seen it. Yeah, okay. I know exactly the scene you mean. Um, and, he, and then he drops the paper and he walks out. That's that's what ends the scene. <laughs> so it's, it's totally... <laughs> It is to- it's just a t- it ruins it ruins that part of the movie tremendously. Yeah. It it changes her character in a way that doesn't quite jive with how, how, like how she comes out without that. You know, without that scene, her character comes across very different. And even Solieri comes now. Now the thing is, he's he doesn't end up sleeping with her. The thing that he does is he says like, "Well, well she takes her clothes off," and he basically says, "I'll put your clothes back on." I'm you know I'm not uh I'm not interested. And he just does it to humiliate her. I think. But yeah, but it's like a, I don't know. It, 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 I, I, well, the interesting thing is Amadeus was originally a play because I remember my parents saw the play back before the movie even came out, and so I have to wonder if that's from the play or if it was something something they decided to add to the movie. They thought, oh, we've gone too far. Let's let's pull that out. So I I, I got to look that up. I don't know. I haven't seen the play myself, so I, I'm I'm not yeah. sure. Um, but uh, but it was it was definitely it. I thought it ruined the film. I mean, my feeling uh-huh. was those two scenes made the film. It made it go from like a four star film to like a three star film. Um, yeah, it was. It, it maybe even like a two and a half star film because just it just suddenly had stuff in it that didn't. It didn't feel nearly as tight with those two scenes in it. Maybe that's because I'm so used to those scenes not being there. But um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I, I, that can happen too. Some people just like something because it's it's familiar, and you're upset that they messed up this thing that you knew. But uh, but yeah, that that's definitely a case of changing the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would if it's still up on. I mean, I don't know if they still have that version up on Netflix because Netflix is always like changing stuff. But like, if they have it there, I would definitely say check it out just so you can see like yeah. you know, how different it is. Um, yeah, and I think know, it was the director's cut. Maybe it was, maybe it was just like oh, deleted scenes or something. But I, I'm pretty sure it was meant to be the director's cut. Yeah, but, but yeah. But, yeah and I, I, but my first R-rated movie was actually the Terminator. So um, oh, yeah. oh, nice. That's uh, that's that's an excellent excellent one there too. But uh, <laughs> did you say it in the theater or was that no? That was on. So I don't remember. It was probably still an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie because when I was a kid, I was like massively into Arnold movies. And, okay. Um, and, yeah, and, I... and the Terminator was the one, like the first one that my parents let me watch officially. I think I had probably seen some R-rated movies before that, but that's the one that they, where they actually let me watch it. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, I I have to say, actually, Aliens wasn't my first R movie. It was the first R movie I saw in a theater. So okay. I, my parents, I don't know, they were pretty casual about watching R movies at home. So you know, if I was in the room and there was an R movie on, then you know, whatever. Okay. But uh, <laughs> my parents were pretty strict. I had a. Uh... I, w- I couldn't watch um, R-rated movies, uh, and if I did, I had to, like, run them by them, and then my dad would, like, fast-forward through the bits that they didn't want us to see. Um, yeah, actually, I, so, I, I, I'm saying but, I'm kind of overstating how casual they were about it. They weren't that casual about it, but I do remember, you know, them watching our movies and but stuff. But. I, I had a friend whose father was very casual, and we got to see all the R-rated movies we wanted. So, uh-huh, so I still managed uh-huh. to see, like, you know, Rambo and, and stuff like that, but... Um, <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, but, but yeah I, I, oh go ahead I'm sorry oh, I was gonna say I, I never never had an issue getting to see our movies I mean as soon as I wanted to watch them my parents never said no nah, you can't you can't watch this that, but now I'm trying now now I, I know that uh, I've sort of a I sort of took us off on a tangent but I think you originally mentioned aliens because yeah. of something going on in the episode so I want to just try to bring oh, it back to that yeah so to, to, to actually make my point i guess uh yeah i my point being that it undermines a lot of the mystery of it it uh you know because you'd already seen the planet there wasn't that feeling you know that the whole you know ship descending thing and what's going to be there it's like you know what the colony looks like you know there's also you know newt the character of newt gets introduced early in the movie before they even get to the planet so you know when i saw it in the theater you know that them finding this little girl like you know crawling around the it's just like whoa it's a little girl you know and it was like it was really kind of a shocking moment to me that's like wow you know there's this little girl alive here whereas you know the, the people that have seen the director's cut as their first version it's like oh it's that girl from earlier in the movie you yeah. know and i mean i you know it, it's not like it ruins the movie but i feel like it 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 just undercut a lot of the surprise i mean obviously you know you know there's going to be aliens there so but still it, it just kind of bugged me and I mean, I get. I guess in the in 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 the, in the episode, they didn't really like. I don't know how how. I guess it wouldn't. It would have played very differently without that, and it wouldn't have been confusing. It would. It would definitely have worked better. I think, um, unless I'm missing something obvious. But but because that moment where he opens the the fertilizer bin or not the where yeah. they're making they're they're making. I think they were making fertilizer out of human for bones. the bones. Yeah, yeah. And, and the skulls come out. I think that would have been way more impactful if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. But maybe so. Maybe what they thought was maybe they figured this, the audience is sophisticated enough that they would have figured it out by that point. So they didn't want to be coy about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that might be it. But uh, I, I mean, like you say, that would have been it. That would have been a big suspenseful point. I mean, the other thing, if they'd cut that scene, though, if they cut it, they might have had more time at the ending to have a resolution that wasn't wrapped up in one minute. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. And 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 but, they. Uh, and and I and I guess I guess the other thing that that scene did do is it mm-hmm. did establish the menace of the nanobots. So you like know, oh yeah, crap, these things can tear you up, and and you know if those robots hug you, you're screwed. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess they could have got around that by having a human survivor in the city who they witness get eaten up by the robots or something. Or they, so, they always could have done the old finding, finding an old video thing where <clears throat> at some point they, you know, find a video and they essentially see that scene we yeah. saw earlier. But I think but, but you're was, right. I mean, it does create a sense of dread that you wouldn't have otherwise, because you know, the robots are bad from the beginning, but 
I don't know. It's just, it just, it just kind of, it felt like there was a long time. They kind of extended that sense for too long between mm. when, when they get there and when they find out that I felt it was stretched. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause I will I, say I did find the robots frightening in that you're like, you, you, you are really concerned anytime they start to get unhappy. And, yeah. And, and, and it's because you know what the, the, you know, the bee bots can do. I forget what they call, what are they called? The Vardy? Was that their name? I think the Vardy were the Vardy were the swarming ones were were the Vardy, but I don't I don't know if uh, I don't know if they gave a name for the for the actual physical physical bots. Well, and I think he said the physical bots were just like the, like an extension of of the of the, the nanobots, right? Yeah, you're right, you're right. So yeah, they're kind of the interface, but yeah, I don't know. It's I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm I mean the point is I. Maybe I'm wrong, and that wouldn't have fixed the problems with the episode. But you know, the fact that I'm nitpicking means that you know something was wrong somewhere that mm. I feel they could have done better. But okay. I enjoyed the episode. It wasn't like I, 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 I hated it. I just kind of, I felt it could have been better. It may, I felt it mainly just wrote on the chemistry of you know the Doctor and Bill. That was kind of what carried it through. But you know, hopefully, we'll get an actual good story next week. Yeah, I, 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 I think I've pretty much come down the same on this episode, um, and I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm eager to see what the next. Though I have to admit, when for some reason, and I usually like Victorian stuff, but whenever, whenever the Doctor Who episodes go to Victorian London, I tend to not have as good of a time. So, um, yeah, let's see. What are the Victorian episodes? We had the the ghost one in the first season. Yeah, well, that one didn't uh, didn't do it for me. I remember. No, that that wasn't a great one. Um, yeah, the ones with uh, the the uh, what are they called? Man, my Doctor Who expertise is failing me. But the the lizard people, uh, you know, the, the, who's the detective and stuff? Those oh, yeah, were always yeah, yeah. those were always kind of goofy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll get a, a good Victorian England one. We'll see. But yeah, the one that introduced Clara wasn't very good. I didn't really care for that episode. The the, um, the, oh, the well, that one. I remember not minding that episode, but I think part of it was just that for me the main point was introducing the new companion. But she yeah. was so different in that episode from how she was the rest of the yeah. show that it yeah. was kind of. That was, I think, I mean, I liked Clara. I actually, I thought she was a good companion, but I think... I did like her, too. I know that's that's another hugely divisive topic, but, yeah, I do like her. I like, I mean, I, I, I mean, this is probably going to be, I don't, I don't know. People are all over the map, so I, I think, I think no matter what you say, you'll, you'll bother one person or another, but I thought, mm-hmm. I, I liked her better than Amy, um, mm-hmm. and, and, uh... You know, I I I also like Donna, so so you know, like, and I and I'm pretty sure Donna. I, I like Donna, one. yeah. I I mean, R- Runaway Bride, she was a bit much, but in her actual season, she was great. And they, it's you know, going back to the the terrible season finales, like wiping her mind and stuff. It's just like, oh come on. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting though that mind wiping has become like a theme this episode. Yeah, since, you're right. You know what I mean? You're right. You're so right. like, because I mean, his you know, obviously in the in the last finale is his mind was wiped and so now like that got brought up in the first episode and then he wiped the mind of the or wiped the memory banks of the um of the uh, i think it's the vardy and mm-hmm. 
And so I don't know. I thought it was kind of kind of interesting because because you can definitely. I think the thing I like about Capaldi is a good enough actor that even if the like camera doesn't like focus on him and show his reaction when he's talking, he can still yeah. kind of convey that there's like something like when he said talk mentioned that he was mind wiping the robots. There was like a thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. Mind wiping is the theme. But uh, but yeah, as far as companion. Uh, I, I like Damie, but I feel that she, she's one of those companions that got worse as time went on, I think. I mean, it's kind of the same thing, you know, with Rose to a degree, where Rose kind of starred pretty good, and then they they kind of lost their way a bit with her. Yeah, I mean, and I didn't hate Amy. I just, like, I you know, I liked her fine, but I, I guess one of my issues with the way that character tended to be done was sometimes it felt like, it felt like the the writing for the character felt too self-aware, if that makes sense. So I felt like she would say things that I would expect, almost like a gamer at a role-playing game to say. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that kind yeah, of dialogue. And, and and with Rory, too. Like I felt like they both kind of had that. There was sort of like commentary that I yeah. did. And again, it's Doctor Who. It's light and fun. So, you know, not a big deal. But it just I, I, I kind of preferred the way they did it with Clara or it wasn't quite so much in that in that direction. Um, yeah yeah um, yeah she uh she came off you know i mean you know with uh with rory you know and when he get when he enters the tardis for the first time it's like oh yeah yeah i read about extra-dimensional space and stuff whatever whatever it was like that that's a very gamery kind of thing it's like yeah i get it yeah i'm not not surprised <laughs> yeah it was, and, and i mean i, I can sort of understand why they do it because it's like you know the, you know the, obviously the audience is in the know and so it makes sense but yeah like, you sort of get get to the story you're like yeah let's let's just get past that but there but, were too uh, many quips like that especially i i minded the most when there was like action going on and it felt and again you know i, I, I used to love 80s action movies but uh, uh-huh. but those like but like when there would be like a one-liner thrown in sometimes that would you know it, it just uh it didn't quite do it for me um yeah yeah that uh that's uh i don't know yeah getting into the whole companion argument um <laughs> well and i should say if i if, if when i quibble about a companion it's not like i there aren't any companions that i actively dislike so yeah. it's not like a it's just more of like, oh, I wish this companion wouldn't do that so much, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, because, I, you know, I, I, like I said, I liked her fine. Um, and I liked Rory fine. Um, you know, I, I think, I think some, some of their, some of their storyline got a little bit, uh, oh, <laughs> a little bit wonky. Um, yeah, but, yeah. But, I, uh, it's, it's funny because I, I thought, you know, their first season was great. I yeah. thought that was one of the ones where the whole season held together as a coherent plot and it, it worked. And then the very next season, season six, was just, just as far as an overall plot, was just a disaster. And no, they I never, will say, never recovered. I will say with season six, I enjoyed it when I um, – wait, was season six uh, their last season or their second to last season? Second to last, I think uh, okay. seven was uh, was the uh, one they left midway through. No, wait, I think um, I think seven was. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, because yeah. Clara had half a season seven. So yeah, um, yeah. So I I think in high, like when I go back and rewatch, I think season six I actually kind of like when I rewatch it now. Um, oh really? Yeah, yeah, and I think part of it is that there's a lot of big production stuff going on in season six, and it, so. It, does have a lot of good moments in it. I don't think the plot holds together, but yeah, it's it's full of 
it, it is it is an exciting season definitely so yeah so i find when i'm not like you know there's like always this experience with movies and shows like when you're first just getting through the plot and then if you go back and watch it again it's almost like a different kind of enjoyment and so yeah uh i find season six i enjoy better than when i was first watching it um yeah but uh but yeah i don't know i think um uh also there were there were a couple of episodes i quite liked in that season that weren't necessarily con- um what was the one I, I think a lot of people didn't like this episode too but there was the one with the um oh god i can't remember the name of the episode where they had the uh uh the people that it was right before they like you remember how when they discovered that uh that Amy was like actually on like an alien ship and her body was, was just like, it was basically like a replica. Um, Yeah. Like the episode before that. Um, I remember really enjoying, but, um, that was the, uh, the one where they had the, the, the factory where they were kind of, where they had the people that were like those flesh. Yeah. Was that the one? one. Yeah. That was good. That was a good two parter. But, uh, but, But now that I'm talking about that, I can see how, yeah, the seasons, that season had a lot of um a lot of really random twists and turns i suppose uh, yeah it's like the whole her having the baby and then not getting the baby back and being like oh well our babies grew up and we never knew it but that's okay and it's just like it's just like on an emotional level it's like this doesn't make any sense and and you know uh, what's interesting some of that stuff i liked but some of what i didn't like about it was how i felt like they could have planned for it better like they could have planted the like you know how um, you know how when they, uh, and I mean, I guess this is going to be spoilers if anybody is, has not seen them yet, but you know, how when they first inter when they introduce, uh, River Song's first incarnation or not her first, but like her, like when she was like Amy's friend and, yes. and they, 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 they basically created her for the whole episode rather than, you know, it, it would have made, so, I mean, obviously maybe they just thought of it at that time, but it's the sort of thing I would have liked to have seen them plant so that that character appeared over the course. I know, of, you know it was only I mean? a year. It was only a year before that you did the previous season. You could yeah. have planned. It's like, and he made and he, you know, Moffat created river song during the last season of the tenants, you know, era. So it's like, he, you know, he obviously had some plan for river song already. So it's like, he could have planted the seeds yeah, because it's like that season. it's like that Family Ties episode where Alex's uh, best friend dies, but, yes. <laughs> but, he, but he was never a character in the show. So like they just made him for that one episode. You feel like nothing over the death of this character because he's never been in the show before. Um, I know. I felt I felt another misstep in that episode is they you know they have they have the the first version of her there. Well, you know we we. We basically basically kind of closed the loop on River Song because you know it's like River Song had, was able to regenerate, but we know when she has her final death, and so we go straight from that version of her to the version that dies. And it's like you know it would have been it would have been kind of polite of Moffat to have like left an un, unspecified regeneration in there somewhere just so if people oh, want to bring her back as a character in the future or the new new act just like you can with the master you can always you always have the master come back to the show as somebody different you know okay. it's like 
I felt I felt like he should have left that on the table for future generations. You know, it's like, but now it's like out of this closed loop. She's but they'll, only, they'll, they'll find a way. I'm sure they'll. Find they, yeah, a you're way. right. They will. But uh, <laughs> I mean, you've seen those charts too. Like you know, they have like the maps of River Song's timeline and yeah, know, yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm sure somebody's come up with a you know with a solution to that to that problem. You know, actually, I think I think they did already. I'm complaining about it, but. Uh, the uh, that last Moffat Christmas special where he was uh, on the Christmas Planet thing, where uh, I think I think the uh, the woman in that episode who was who was uh, attacking the planet, I think she was supposed to be River Song downloaded into a body from you know when she was in the computer to a new body. So actually, they have found a way. So she has come back. So okay. No, uh, <laughs> no, it's all—it's already been an hour, so I'm going to end it in a moment. But I want to do yeah, predictions of what's in the vault. Uh, oh you know, man, maybe, maybe you know, we'll see if one of us gets it right. Um, okay, but, give me, a, yeah, well, you go with yours while I think. Well, so I'm going to be lame, and I'm going to say that that's where the doctor's memories are. So, like, maybe that's where, like, you know, like uh-huh. his knowledge of Clara or something is somehow being contained in there. Yeah, that's um, right. He had to lose his memory of her. Yeah, it's a little bit better. stupid and sappy, but I have a feeling that's what it's going to be. There's something akin to that. Okay. Okay. So yeah, let's see. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with man, dead air. I got to think of something. That's all right. You know, <laughs> if you want to do your prediction next episode, you can do it then too. Yeah, because I'll hold you to it the whole. That. I'll hold it to you till the final season. So G- you know. give me, give me, give me a week on that, and I will, uh, I will have one ready for the next episode. Okay, and then, and then at the end of the series, we'll see who was, uh, who was closest. He's um, the genius. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We should, I, there should, we should find fair, a way to, so people can bet money on this. Yeah, um, and to be uh, fair, I will come up with my prediction before the next episode, so I don't have an unadvantage <laughs> of any extra clues. So I'll come up with it in the next few days. All right, all right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna end the episode there, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll be on again with some more reviews, and I will talk to everyone later. Bye.